Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 279. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is Sally, who is a wonderful baby photographer and an incredible mother to talk to. She's in, you know, overall just a genuine entrepreneur who's doing the best that she can and her story's incredible and we hope that you enjoy it. As always, we set all her bio links down below. So we hope that you guys click on them and join in on her photography shoots. I have to say she did take a couple of our son Atlas and they turned out incredible. They made for an incredible Mother's Day gift for my mother. I just really enjoyed having her uh, as a photographer. So we hope that you guys will enjoy this episode. Um, uh, we hope that you guys will also join us at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. And we also hope that you will go check out all of our social media under Finding Arizona Podcast. Uh, last but not least, if you go over to Patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there you'll sign up for one of the tiers and we say thank you in return though we will return the favor by giving you some bonus content yes bonus content extra podcasts all that you can manage to uh, get over there uh you will sign up and you will get some stuff in return last but not least is my favorite part of the is the community cork board we hope that you guys send us a line at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com there's no uh community cork board this time but we hope that you guys will send us more information uh finding arizona podcast at gmail.com uh, that will conclude our little intro here and off to the races on 279 with our friend the photographer sally we hope to see you on the next one welcome back everybody to the finding arizona podcast i'm your host jose as always we bring in someone very special every week today is no different ladies and gentlemen all the way out from mesa this photographer comes to us as a mother of six she is incredible and i just want to say thank you to her for coming in and rejoining us due to some technical difficulties earlier she's joining us a second time ladies and gentlemen please welcome sally Hi, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. I'm very, again. <laughs> yes, again, again. I'm very excited to have you back, but I just want to say thank you again for we're rolling with the punches here. And um, yeah, so let's let's just ask you the same thing that we asked you last time and we'll ask you the same kind of questions. Um, first off, how are you and your family doing uh, during this pandemic? How have you guys survived? What has been changed for you and your lifestyle and all of that jazz but you know how are you guys taking it in so far so good um my immediate family so far has been covid free which is great good <laughs> um, i have a couple daughters though away at college and so far they've been all right too and good we feel really fortunate because i know a lot of people are suffering so yeah absolutely yeah. and you know that's one thing that you know that I, we had made comments before with you and just kind of like talking about it, just how hard it is with you, such a large family like yours, you have six kids and it's just, you know, incredible to like try and get them all in, you know, safe in a, in a place where they can kind of um, live their lives, sleep and, you know, be safe and healthy. So it's, you know, to say that your family has been able to stay safe like that is, is incredible. The amount of people that you have to coordinate and schedule with. Yeah, so I think part, it kind of helps a little because in quarantine, we still have a lot of socialization Yeah, because <laughs> you know, we have each other to, so it's, it hasn't been too bad. 
Yeah. And, you know, that's the other thing, too, is like that socialization aspect is like really key here. I've heard some uh, interesting stories over the the pandemic break of like, you know, parents and their you know time off with their kids and spending time to almost a little too much time with one another. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, Things have eased up a little now, you know, I can. Yes. You know go to the grocery store or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of curious too. It's like um, for you, you know, you were probably a little bit more in in that realm of like, you know, probably spending a little bit of time at home and having some time to work freely and from an office and back and forth in a studio. What, what's it been like to see your kids kind of like home more and, and react like your reaction to like them being there when you're not expecting them to be it's like it's kind of a disassociation thing and early on yeah it, they struggled um the end of the school year last year when they went from you know everything got shut down and sent home it, they did struggle um yeah but then once school started again and it was like oh same story guys you know we're still quarantined and and then everybody was like okay we got this it's all right and same for me it was it's um you know i'm i do like being alone <laughs> um and so i i miss having that time where you just home and you're never alone you know yeah. someone multiple people are always here um I'm luckily I can come in my office and be like I'm I have to work now and I shut the door and mm -hmm. we have some space and they're a little older and can we can do that so yeah that's good just through yeah like just <laughs> yeah working it through just like everyone else and I, I and now uh, with my newborn it's just like it's it's a different game like you know I'm kind of um you know, here with him. And, and I'm just like the going outside aspect too, is kind of a little scary because of his immune system being so fragile as a newborn. And, you know, you're just kind of like, I take him out in the backyard and then we take him a couple of times, you know, around the block to, you know, all, while we're walking the dog at the same time. And it's just kind of like, there's part of me that's like, man, I don't know who has it or who doesn't. And it just worries me when he's out here in like a, just a, a carriage free and open <laughs> yeah it's a little scary we just, yeah it's unknown territory so we just do the best we can yeah that, that's that's all we can ask for so i'm i'm gonna ask you now the second question that we used to ask for everyone is can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how this business came to light you bet um i feel like my story is kind of like a lot of female photographers might be <laughs> where um, when I have kids, um, you know, back when they were all little and I was into scrapbooking and um, wanted beautiful pictures of my kids to scrapbook. Mm -hmm. And so um, I thought, you know, if I have a fancy camera, that's going to do it for me. <laughs> and so my husband got me one for Christmas, a Canon Rebel, and I was so excited and thought, okay, now I'm going to have these wonderful pictures to put in my scrapbooks and hang on my walls. And I was so disappointed to find out that the pictures were awful. <laughs> and um, it took me a little bit, you know, I started um, educating myself on what is going on here and realized you actually have to tell your camera what to do yeah. to get 
pictures that you want. And so I started learning about it and my pictures started getting better. And then my friends started to notice I had good pictures and asked me to take pictures of their kids and then their families. And so it was strictly hobby um, yeah. until about 2014. Um, the economy was kind of crazy and affected our family personally. And we decided I was going to need to do something to contribute to our household income. Yeah. And having so many kids, it was like, didn't make financial sense to have someone else watch the kids while mm -hmm. I went to, to find a job because that would kind of take all the money <laughs> to pay for that. And so um, looking at our options, we thought, well, if I'm doing all these pictures for other people, maybe I can start charging. Yeah. So that's what happened. I started charging and, uh, you know, just enough um, to make some make money we needed and then started making enough that I got a little worried that um, I was going <laughs> to, you know, need to form a legitimate business and start like paying taxes and um, do things the right way. And yeah. so 2015 is when I did that and, you know, officially formed Sally Wetton Photography and um, started with kind of photographing anything and everything that came my way, mm -hmm. weddings and events and parties and babies and maternity and families. And you start to realize what you do not like to do yeah. and what you do like to do. And for me, I didn't love big events um, and, you know, parties and even weddings were, you know, big groups. And so, and I've always loved babies yeah. and was so drawn to motherhood and, you know, that maternity and newborns. And so just kind of narrowed down once I figured that out and yeah, it's been good. It's been a real growing process. <laughs> I understand. And that was one of the questions that I was actually going to like lead into. It's kind of like, can you kind of maybe, yeah over you know maybe give us a little bit more details of like some of the some of the uh necessary dwindling down period of like how you got to you know more of like the baby stuff or maybe or uh you know maybe was there one in particular an experience that kind of really uh made you see the light and like oh man i really enjoy this the baby time or the baby get you know the baby studio time most of all um i think it's everybody's so different. Um, and it's mm -hmm. just something I've always been drawn to, um, you know, maternity and baby, obviously I have a bunch of my own kids yeah. <laughs> and, and that was, you know, I knew I wasn't going to have any more of my own. And so in two, two ways, um, once one side, it's a way for me to then be around babies. Um, I had considered being a nurse at one point too, and maybe like yeah. focusing on pediatrics or babies and sure. um that didn't happen i went more of a creative route with photography but it allowed me still to work with babies and then um it's just i think when you are have that artistic um drive you know when something just makes your heart go oh you know and, and for me it was the babies and the, yeah. the you know, when, and even still when I it just, that's just lights up my heart to work with those, you know, babies and in that genre. So 
Absolutely. I think that's one of the best things that you could describe it with is that it's that emotional attachment or that aha moment for you where it just clicks for some people. It's just like when you're doing it, you're in the zone when you're, you're, you know, think when you're not doing it, you're thinking about it. You know, you come up with different things like when you're in the shower and you're just kind of like zoning out, you're just like, Oh, what if I did this and tweaked it like just this way? Yeah. And all those little <laughs> moments I'll add up to. Yeah. Those, it being your passion. And yes. so that's the best way to describe it. I, I really do think so. Um, what did you learn from the period of just like growth and developing and honing your skills from the community around you? Because what I've learned, especially in different, you know, as different people come from uh, other states, especially, you know, Phoenix being a snowbird and, and other Midwest people coming here, that different communities deal with, you know, this kind of community development in different ways. What we tend to see here in is a lot of community over competition, or that's what I've kind of felt like through the years of doing this. What have you learned through your experience and definitely being someone who has experienced the kind of ups and downs throughout the years, especially through the market growth and everything like that? Oh, there's like a lot of thoughts flooding in. Sure, <laughs> so sure. Take to... your time. Take your time. <laughs> um, I think something I've noticed working with people and um, really has been highlighted lately with people having to have, you know, quarantine and shelter and um, mm -hmm. not be as social is that people really miss other people yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. to be like contact. And so um, I, it, it was like at the, when last March, when everything shut down, um, I had six weeks that I had to be closed mm. and couldn't, you know, I was considered not essential business. So I was closed and of course, had no idea what was going to happen when I was able to open my doors again, you yeah. know, wondering would people be scared to come, you know, how's that going to work out? And fortunately when I did open back up, it was like people were so thirsty to come back, you know, and kind of <laughs> like when you're not allowed to do something now, you really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and so um, it's been pretty steady ever since. And I feel like, People love that, you know, it's the, when you come to my studio, it's usually the first outing besides a doctor and maybe even before a doctor's appointment since a baby's been born. And so, um, number one, I feel super honored that people, you know, have that trust in me and two, I know that they just soak it up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I do my best to make like my space, this little oasis that's really comfortable and a warm place to be because I know people just want some interaction and want to connect with somebody. Sure. And um, so I've noticed that from the, from the community as far as the client relationship. And I really love that. And I have a lot of clients that, like you mentioned snowbirds, a lot of clients from California, mm -hmm. you know, people that have moved here from California or um, New York. Yeah. And um, it's really fun to get hear all the stories and, you know, of how things are going all over the country and connect with 
people that you know aren't from here it's just yeah i love it so much i do i you know honestly i get all sorts of people from different backgrounds with like how they started their business and how they end up here and i i, I it intrigues me all the time of like just different you know how people did things in different states and now they're doing it here and how they've, you know, developed their ideas. And it's just, it's interesting, all sorts of people. And it's just, it's only getting bigger because of whatever reasons, like housing market, what, et cetera, you know, uh, weather, whatever it may be, but a lot of people are ending up here and growing and making this one of the biggest growing cities. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you this. I, I, I like asking our, people who come in our guests i like asking about routines because that's something that i think a lot of people get um, a real kick out of like enjoying learning different routines and so is there anything in particular that you have kind of kept in your arsenal of stuff that you do on a daily basis or routine wise that you like to keep um do you mean like personally or in the studio um let's go both because i'd love to hear so what you do in the studio and then what you would do personally because you know as an entrepreneur someone and also as a parent too that'd be interesting to kind of get your perspective yeah well on the as a, a parent slash business uh, owner it's been a real learning curve to um Especially when you do something you love, it's easy for that to take over. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. On, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you do. To grow and kind of spill over into your family time. And mm. so I have learned, okay, I need to I need to set a routine and a schedule to help prevent that because okay. the last thing I want to do is eat up the time I do have with my family. That's why I, you know, I'm wanted a job that was flexible to spend time with them. And so, um, as far as weekly goes, you know, it has helped to set days. Okay. These days I shoot, these days I edit, um, these days I work on like marketing and networking, gotcha. um, you know, client management and all the back, back end stuff, yeah. um, to help with that. And, um, and then on those days, obviously there's different routines, depending on what's going on that day. But that is the only way if, to just be able to balance everything and have, you know, keep family and business both thriving yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not let one take over the other. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and then as far as in the studio, like um, I definitely want, because of COVID, I limit, there's been a lot of changes. Um, to the mm -hmm. way I run things there. Sure. And so one, I only take one newborn a day so that I can completely, you know, clean everything, wash it, sterilize it. Um, and so there definitely is like a setup routine. You know, I like to be there at a certain time yeah. to be able to set up, do the session, take down, clean and all that. So Makes sense. Everything, Makes sense. Everything yeah. Help everything. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that's only going to make things a lot easier on your later down the road if you keep that routine going. And so, yeah, there's there's so much that like, yeah, has changed for different types of businesses too, that like it helps to kind of hear these routines play out because certain people may not even know that do the same job as you that like, oh, I should be doing this. Like it makes sense that I would be doing this one piece of you know what she said so yes thank you for sharing all of that uh 
I like to have a little bit of fun with my guests too, because we're kind of wrapping up, but the, on your website, you have a, a lot of like, it, like bio bio stuff that I'm really interested in talking to you about. <laughs> you're, you're a musician. You have <laughs> your, your flute, you know, you play the piano. <laughs> I'm very impressed by this. How, what, what made you like, what about how, why flute? First off, what, that's a unique <laughs> instrument. Yeah. You know, it's nothing exciting. It was, <laughs> and uh, I was in fourth grade and my mom said, Hey, I bought this flute at a garage sale. Do you want, <laughs> do you want to start playing flute? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I did. And, um, I was actually a music major in college. Yeah. That's well. what I was reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, music therapy so oh that's beautiful that yeah. is really cool i have <laughs> was it at asu or was it a yeah. different school okay yeah so i went to school at asu myself too and it was really funny because they have the design group with some of the music in the living spaces uh yeah. for the residents and so i met a couple of music therapy majors and it was really nice they like that whole their education how they go you know that i thought it was really interesting and just the mm -hmm. whole dynamic and what they teach there it's just i thought it was really interesting and really cool as a as a unique therapy and, and just really helpful too so yeah. kudos i mean that's oh. really cool <laughs> and then the piano did that come in later or is that something that you like yeah. it helps to have in the arsenal of like music repertoire um, i mean it definitely helps it's just something um well my mom is a musician as well she's actually a drummer okay. wow <laughs> yeah. is she, she in a band, band or anything she had a band and oh cool yeah she um she was awesome. And so I don't, I must get it from her, I guess. But, um, yeah. so the flute was like really my main jam. Um, but I really wanted to learn piano. So I taught myself piano cause I could read, read the notes. I had someone show yeah. me how to read bass clef and then, um, taught nice. myself and, it's just my, it's a, such a joy. I'm so glad I know how to play. That's so it is. <laughs> I really do think it's one of those things that like really brings the family together in those certain times of like, especially like Christmas and like family um, gatherings and things like that. You can just bust out the keyboard or the piano and just, you know, bring the family together. I really do think it's a, it's a cool <laughs> instrument. Yeah. Um, does, do, do any of your kids pick up the kind of gene of like musical, uh, you know, influence. Yeah. Um, I have a couple piano players some singers. Nice. Um, we had some strings. They kind of dwindled out on the, on the violins and <laughs> but, anyone but, pick up the bass bass at all. No, oh, sadly I had a, a violinist, a, a viola player and a cellist, but they've all kind of oh, faded okay. out, but now we, we still sing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we sing and play the piano. So. I was going to say, you're going to start a Partridge family situation going on. <laughs> I know. I wish I wanted in my own little orchestra and it didn't really <laughs> work out, but it's okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe later down the road when you get a little older and realize it's really fun to kind of keep playing, <laughs> they'll, they'll pick it back up. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, and it's really the the what you deliver on the website is kind of fun you're a hot sauce maniac you really do enjoy the sauce yes it's the weirdest thing because all my life i did not like spicy food and my fourth baby i started craving a spicy food and wow from then on now i have it with everything it's a big family joke because i always have hot sauce on everything 
yeah, you had, you had, you had made a list too. And I'm like, I'm so interested that this list. And the one thing that I really enjoyed was the Louisiana. Cause I've had Louisiana, the hot sauce. And I really do enjoy that particular brand. The other um, thing that I wanted to ask you too, is like, have you, have you kind of like ever seen kind of YouTube clips of like a hot ones? It's like a, it's a hot wings show. Basically they use different levels of hot sauce to increase <laughs> the, the intensity of the interview questions. And so yeah. it, it's really fun. They bring in uh, celebrities, but it's, it's a fun little like game that like people get into because you can buy the hot sauce and kind of like play along too. And people just really get a kick out of it. Cause it's just like you, when you sweat and you start to answer the questions, it just really makes kicks to the level of interview up a notch. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. And that's what the fun thing is to like, see who can make it to the end. Cause it really does get intense with the heat because they're talking about like uh what is it the ghost pepper the ghost reaper oh, peppers yeah. and stuff like that it's that's too it's a little out of my league <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me ask you this like if you do go to like a restaurant like what's your typical like order do you do hot or like do you go even spicy like even spicier than the level of hot no i like to not order it so spicy so that I can still add hot sauce <laughs> because I just love the taste of the the hot sauce yeah so I I don't order too spicy because I have to still sauce okay. it up yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand. I get it. <laughs> it's just really fun to get to know you a little bit more. It's like that's these little facts that you put out there. It's just like it's really cool that you were so free to like put that in there. And then the other thing too, I was looking at the um the social media and what you've been able to do as a brand and bring out more and more of your personal side. And one of the things that I loved recently was you celebrated a lizard's birthday or was it like Lana? <laughs> it was um, a leopard gecko. Gecko, there we go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What was his name? Yeah, uh, Marshmallow. Marshmallow. That's a, that's I was just like. <laughs> yeah. There's a funny name to it. <laughs> yeah, we love our animals and had to have a little birthday party and. That's beautiful. I I do enjoy animals. We have two cats and then a dog that are all like two of them are rescues. Only oh. one was originally <laughs> my, my wife's cat, but it's just like, we do really enjoy the animals and they get along so well. And now they're starting to get used to the little one and understanding oh. it's like small human important. <laughs> don't scratch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything that you look forward to in the future with this business and kind of like, is there anything that you have hopes for after the pandemic, you know, goes away and we have everyone cleared up and we're more free to like interact with one another. Is there anything that you're like looking forward to shoot out of the gate with? <laughs> um, I don't know about really shoot out of the gate. I have been really pivoting um, as far as what I offer um, clients and I'm really excited about it because I think the more you things you, you experience in your own life, you want to share, okay. you know, if, if it's benefits you. And I um, have noticed that there's kind of been a trend in the photography world to to do the shoot and give people digital images. And that's kind of how I have ran my business for a years yeah and recently just not feeling fulfilled with that and had an experience in my own life where I went to find um 
my one of my son's newborn pictures mm-hmm. and I cannot find them. I know that I have the the disc of it somewhere. Oh. And then I realized I can't even read a disc anymore. Like my computer won't read a disc. Yeah, it's phased so out. If I do find it, I'm gonna have to figure out like how to read this disc to get to these pictures. And now I'm longing for them. And I thought, I don't want this to happen to my clients, you know, that in 10 years, they can't access a USB anymore. We have some new technology or, you know, yeah. the cloud doesn't exist anymore or who knows. And so I have kind of found this drive to provide tangible things, you yeah. know, the pictures on my walls. I love them. The, the albums that I have, things that um, just bring me joy. And I think um, I've, as I've been introducing this to clients, it's bringing them joy too Good. to have that you know that they can this book they can look through with their child and they can you know their pictures make them smile every day when they see them on the wall so as i'm pivoting that way i really like want to gain momentum and and kind of spread that yeah um, you know awareness of that's what's really going to last. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. And that's something that you, those tangible pieces will be loved and cherished to the end of time, because I can imagine, I can just attest to like, my mom kept a couple of like um, little things from kindergarten all the way to when I was a newborn. And she gave that to me in a little like box when I graduated graduate school. And it was really cherished and it's special yeah. to me. Yeah. I, yeah, I know we. I think we even used something from when you were a baby at your son's pictures. Oh, <laughs> really? No way. <laughs> or maybe it was either you or another client that just came in and they brought something their mom had saved. Oh, that's so cute! That is so yeah. awesome. Oh, what a treasure! I- I really do. I'm looking forward to seeing these photos. These are exciting. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> yeah. And so like, he's, he's just a joy. And I, I, anytime I can take a photo of him, I do because he's like growing every second. And it's like, yeah. like you said, it's just take in the moments, enjoy it while I can. And fatherhood. <laughs> yes. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. And again, so we're reaching the end here. I want to say thank you, Sally. You have made this so much fun and so easy for me um, just to get to know you a little bit better in your business. So I kick it off to the end here for you to tell everyone where they can find you online, all your social media handles, any events that you want to promote. It's your time. Take it away. Go ahead, Sally. Oh, my website is the best way to find me. Probably it's just Sally Wetton, uh, photography.com. And in, on Instagram, I'm Sally Wetton photography. Um, so those are the best places to find me. Awesome. Thank you again, Sally. I do appreciate it. And before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So you can reach us at social media under Finding Arizona Podcast everywhere. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's Finding Arizona Podcast. And last but not least, there is a place for you to go become a super fan. It's patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There you'll sign up for one of the tiers that helps us in the back end to get out more 
support go travel a little bit more around the state and find new and uh, cherished gems around the area and then um, in the end we provide you with bonus content and we hope Sally here will take part in one of those bonus content we're going to fill her uh, fill up with uh, 50 questions of the week and we're going to ask her a bunch of questions and uh, we hope that you join us over there at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast and with that we say good night to all of you listening good night to Sally here and uh, we see we will see you on the next episode good night y'all bye